Before we get started, before we get started, this show is about the game Hero Clicks. It's kind of like chess, but with superpowers. We realize we're complete, total, utter nerds about it. Nerds about it. But you know what? We don't even care. This is Clixinit. This is Clixinit. So if you're a noob, a casual player, or an insane competitive junkie, you found your new home. And now, your gaming superheroes, Adam, Dan, Kane, Austin, and Miles. Let's do this. Hello, everybody out there in Clicksland, and welcome to another episode here on Clicksing It. I, like always, am your host, Adam. This is episode 183, and we got all sorts of kinds of people on today's podcast. So we got Ethan, we got Miles, and we got Mork. Good evening. So not the usual Ryan and Dan. I thought I'd give some other people a chance to be on the podcast today. So we got a lot to talk about. A lot of emotions have been flaring up on Facebook because of Wizkiz posting the prize support for Worlds, but um, we will talk about that in a little bit. Before we do, I do want to remind everybody about the Cheesehead Championship coming up on August 26th. Remember, that is a $40 buy-in. We will be having Notorious as the prize, but it won't be at the store, but we will be mailing out the prize to the winners of the event. Uh, if you do take first place in that event, it's a 300 modern event, you will be walking away with a case of Notorious. Second place gets a brick. Fellowship gets a brick. And then the rest of the top eight will get a brick's worth of boosters split amongst them, depending on what they place. Goal is for everybody to walk away with prizes. We have a lot of prizes from a lot of the team members that donated to us. I donated a lot. We have Jonathan over in uh, Florida that's making a couple of trophies and 3D objects for it. And then our sponsor over at Glass Cabinet Hobbies also gave us a bunch of prizing. So if you show up to it, you will walk away with prizing. Um, And then we do have our states coming up in about a week and a half on the 29th. That's going to be both at Coliseum Gaming in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Uh, if you are having a hard time to find that event venue, let me know and I can send you the link. But we would love to see you guys there. Um, all right. We have a couple of states uh, results that we want to talk about. So let's see. We last left off at um, let's do Michigan first. So Michigan was Scott Olger. He faced off against Scott Crampton in the finals. Uh, Scott had a interesting team that a lot of people are talking about i personally love it a lot of people don't love it but it's basically a can't hit me kind of team and it was Saki with the cloak merlin which is a great call nowadays because every team has about 16 free actions uh two mr sinisters from slop two saturnine le's from slop dr moira taggart crazy jane i don't know what crazy jane was i think that was more for the outsiders i think and then the Scott Crampton bystander. So he only had one attacker, which was Saki. And it was, you know, just critical missing with Mr. Sinister upping or downing it with Saturnine. Um, I watched the game, and it looked like a very frustrating team to play against. He basically alpha-striked Scott Crampton's team, took out his Scott Crampton pog because he wanted the four points. 
um, because he just had to get points and then just hope Scott missed the entire game. And that's kind of what he did. Scott played uh, real quick. He played Scarlet Witch with the Darkhold, Scarab, um, Carnage Surfer with the Clay, Killmonger, Swapping, Commissioner with Shot Gauntlets, Green Lantern, the uh, KC one, Prime Hulk with Cloak of Levitation, and then the Bystander himself. Um, Watch the game. I don't think – actually, no. Crampton did get Crazy Jane off a 11 attack roll, which um, Rob couldn't do anything against, but then Rob was able to take out – Commissioner Scrappy Doo after he brought in that from killing his Crampton Pog and things like that. So um, I like that kind of team personally because it kind of disrupts disrupts the meta a little bit. But uh, it's one of those teams where I would play only once and then I'd probably never play it again because it's kind of nice to see that it worked. But then I'm kind of that no matter what I play, I always play something new the next time. But hopefully he kind of switches it up because I can see that being – bit of a problem for people it's it's really hard to beat for sure but i hope it's kind of those one and done teams that we won't see for a while or is replicated he placed second that's i killed the classic with that team did he or at least a similar one yeah if you look at the yeah because rob olger i believe was the one that ran that okay i know uh, that caleb reddick i think it's played something like that in florida where it was a couple saturnines mr sinister wasn't double sinister um, but it's a really hard team to face. Ethan, more thoughts about that team? I was just yeah. kind of looking at um, I've never been a fan of the rally mechanic. I, I'm the opposite. I love rally. Like <laughs> I, I've built whole teams with rally for one, two, three, three to six. Um, I, I like Mr. Sinister. I, I, I probably like this team more more that it shut out a Scarab team making first than I do what the team did. Though I think it's nice to see that as scary as Scarab is to a lot of teams, that this shows that there are teams out there that don't even care what Scarab does to try and stop your team. And yeah, big fan of that Merlin as well, Adam. Um, I've I've been playing around with it in many different teams to shut down free actions. Yeah, and that's what's big in the meta and has been for a while is free actions. If you don't have, you know, 10 free actions on your team, you're probably playing the meta wrong. So with this, I think... Uh, the map wide and them being non-unique, I think, is the issue with it. Um, yeah. Guaranteeing critical misses, I think, are wrong. I think that if you didn't roll an actual crit miss, it should just be considered a miss. I don't think swapping the dice should allow it to be since you didn't roll it. Wish they would fix that, and I don't think it would be as bad. It'd still suck. Well, and but, what and he double did. Saturn is what he did also too was that he didn't have to just do both sinisters rally dice at a time as he played the tower as well. So when that came up, he would just mm -hmm. replace one if it was a one on the other dice, or just make a miss to do that. Um, so it was a very um, well built team. I like the creativity with it. But like I said, I kind of hope it is a one-and-done team because um, I've always been a fan of the can't-hit-me team but more of the high-defense type. Um, I ran a Sinister at the Orlando event for the Popper event, and it got a second place in that one. It worked out really well. I also played it with Scarlet Witch, but hers is within range of line of fire, not map-wide, so it's a little bit different, and she's a little bit more pricey. But uh, mm. congratulations to Rob for that team. I think rotation's going to shut out um, this anyway because Moira's gone with XMRF, so you're not going to be able Moira. to get free rally. You've got to be rolling once, so I think you'll see a big change after rotation for Sinister. Yeah. 
Uh, New York State's uh, the prodigy child Isaac got first in that one. He played Scarlet Witch with the Darkhold, Saki, Carnage Silver Surfer with the Black Symbiote, Venom Magneto, Mad Jim Jasters, Felix Faust, Star Sapphire with the Ring, you know, kind of the copy and paste team we've kind of seen um, for most teams. But uh, our teammate Antonio Clark got second with that one. He played Prime Spider-Man with the Black Symbiote, Scarab, Sky Tyrant with the Pogger Pog, Sword, Wanda Maximoff, the 19 Defend one with Captain Carter Shields, Saint Walker with the Ring, and Commissioner with Radioactive Clay. So he's got a little bit of variation in there. He's got Wanda and Saint Walker, which I think Saint Walker should be getting more love currently in meta. I think Saint Walker is very underrated and should be played more for uh, what he can do for teams. And um, just honorable mention, Anthony Bruno. Rotation's gonna change that. Yeah, Anthony Bruno from Coffee and Clicks got third in that. So, but congratulations to the prodigy child that is Isaac. Uh, we got Alabama. Yep, he did. Ed got fourth. Um, yep. For Alabama, Nathan Fumayer, Funmayer, I think that's how we say it, got first. He played Iron Hammer. Yes. <laughs> he played Iron Hammer with the lasso. With the lasso. Watch. Yeah. Sa- yeah it's, I can't believe he was able to pull it off. Saki um, with the cloak, yeah, Scarab with the gauntlets, Iron Inquisitor with the Darkhold, uh, Casey Green Lantern with the ring. Uh so congrats to him with that one. I love seeing Iron Hammer. I'm glad he was able to win one. And then Sam Powell got second place, which she played Scarlet Witch, Surfer, Saki with the cloak, Mad Jim, Venom Magneto, Darkhold, and Faust with the gold armor. And then the last one I can see on here is Ontario. Uh, Mike White won that one. He played the Hound, Dark Phoenix, Apocalypse, Slop with Sword Bear, Genesis with the Sword Bear, Venom Magneto, Mephisto, Professor X, Prime Hulk with the Cloak, and Ten Point Carnage. And Chris Azarowi, Azarow, uh, got second. So congrats to them. So a couple more events in the books that, uh, oh, West Virginia we didn't talk about. Uh, West Virginia, Anton Winter won that one, which was Scarlet Witch with Darkhold, Carnage Silver Surfer with the Black Symbiote, Saki with the Cloak, Killmonger, Chip with the Ring, Commissioner, and Ten Point Carnage. So um, that was the only sheet for West Virginia? Yeah. Okay. So a couple variations in there. I like to see that something besides, you know, the classic Carnage, Saki, all that stuff won, even though Rob Seam did have Saki on there. I think Saki's just a staple. You know, if you're not playing Saki, you're kind of wrong in the meta because it's hard to keep up with um, everything else. And for what he does, his 50 points is absolutely ridiculous. But uh, congratulations to all the state's winners. Miles, I know you have one coming up this weekend. Ethan, you have a couple coming up in the next couple days. You're going to try to make it to the Wisconsin one. But, Mork, you had a big state's event in your Providence. Is that what Australian is, a Providence? I can't remember. Um, uh, states for us, states so for yeah, it would okay. be a state. So, um, yeah, everything's a state apart from a couple of territories in our country. So, okay. um, yeah, no, no providence here. Um, I don't know how they make that difference, but yeah, we're states here. 
Um, yeah, so we, we had, a, it was a, a quaint turnout, intimate turnout of eight people, uh, five of which are from my workplace. So props out to all the people that work at Blue Apache, shout out to my work. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, we had our national champion turn up from last year, as well as one of our other national contestants turn up, Heng. Um, yeah, it was an interesting day. Um, I was playing, you know, what I guess you'd consider somewhat meta. Um, I don't think there's much variation. I was playing double surfer, double kick, kick, king killmonger, uh, APOC and Genesis, both prize, uh, so I could have X-Men theme and Carnage, uh, um, Legacy, um, Colossal, uh, Iron Inquisitor, Hound, War Machine, Three Sentinels, Sideline, couple of map choices, couple of blocking train and a handful of tarot. Um, and took the tournament out. So um, I played against Jardy. He's a new player from my workplace. He's played for two or three months playing a Deadpool team. So sorry, mate, but <laughs> I can't take it easy in the first round. So um, he had a great time, though. He walked away with good prizing. My second game I lost, actually, to Dylan, one of my teammates from Team BCF. Uh, he was playing a Symbiotes team, uh, mostly focused around uh, Venom Thanos and, and Carnage, the super rares from SMBA. Uh, each with a symbiote, black and red, respectively, Carnage Rocket and Carnage Iron Man. I, despite all my rollouts, I know, um, Adam, you're a fan of multi-rollouts. I was having up to three or four rollouts because I was playing King Killmonger and APOC. I still was getting smacked around, and I, I lost that second game convincingly. I'm like, I might not make top four, uh, giving I lost my second game. But uh, third game, I got to play against my 10-year-old son, and that was just as we, we would expect at home. I beat him since. Not that I beat him at home. <laughs> in hero clicks, <laughs> in hero clicks, it's gloves are off. I've always taught my son you've got to earn your wins. So, so that game did well and put me in top four. Um, and the roll off uh, to get into top four was between Heng and the national champ from last year, and that it was like a roll of ten to twelve, and Heng made top four, and the national champ was knocked out. So uh, Chris Rizzi placed seventh. Had a had a really great team um but he admitted he's only played a few games since nationals in august last year but he was playing all the staples scarlet witch with darkhold two carnage surfers sack iron man venom magneto and prime hulk um scrappy do sideline um but wasn't really doing a lot with his team didn't have a lot to practice with um a lot of time to practice so yeah he oh. came seventh is hc units wrong or was he playing 25 points under belt uh, 25, yeah, it looks like 25 under belt, so I think miscalculated um, what he had. A few people miscalculated yeah. their teams, so uh, Patrick as mm. well, he was 15 points under belt because he thought he had to pay for Symbiote Black on his Venom Thanos, so he thought he was 295, he was 285, so yeah, a few people had some scrappy team sheets because they copied mine and didn't remove stuff, so some people had Sentinels on their <laughs> sideline when they actually didn't, they just had my copy of the team sheet to use, so um, but yeah, uh, uh, the, the thing I loved the most was who I got to play in the finals, honestly, which is Max, another one of my teammates. Uh, he successfully got all the way to the grand finals playing Spider Supreme and High Evo uh, and navigated the whole field, including beating that um, Chris Rizzi Nats team of Venom Mags and everything. So uh, we, we practiced a lot with him, and that Spider Supreme is something else in the final game. Uh, there was zero points on the board for either of us, and I just popped open the pinata of Spider Supreme with five minutes to go on the clock is all that was left, and that was it. I got my 250 points, and, and it was game over from there. But Spider Supreme is just so resilient, crazy resilient. So. 
what did if you remember from his games what was he usually bringing in after if spider supreme got ko'd i'm assuming an arachnite oh no no so his sideline is uh war of the realm spider-man uh captain america with uh recruiter uh crusader war of the realms and black widow as well so he was bringing in spider-man and captain america and captain america would recruit her in crusader because of the 250 point ko from spider supreme and then he could bring in uh black widow depending on the situation but it was generally i was the only one to pop spider supreme it took getting to the grand finals no one could crack him open but uh yeah he popped out spider-man captain america and then recruited in crusader at, at click one so yeah pretty pretty scary so he's playing for points he's playing for a big win and trying to stay resilient and not get cracked open but so. wouldn't if and i i don't i suck at this game so i don't know the rules um if he were to ko spider supreme and then recruit in crusader wouldn't that put the other opponent above no, we points? we no it's not above 300 it's, it's 100 oh, it's, it's 100 above build yeah. total so it's 400 so yeah. He, yeah we were mathing it out we've been practicing his spider supreme and working out the yeah, best I, builds so um, he would have been at but, yeah. 375 375 okay but yep. still i mean you just have to hope yeah. something else doesn't die for 25 points but i mean that's not a bad yep. call yeah, by, by the time that happens, yeah, there's not enough time left in a game to kill that Crusader or, or anything else. High Evo, you could do it, but his High Evo just couldn't get done. Like, it's, it's I don't know what he was doing, but you couldn't stop it. Perplexing up defense, yeah. mostly from both. But, yeah, yeah, unless you have, like, a Scarlet Witch, that Spider Supreme is really hard to eat through. Mm. Yep. Yep, I just took every extra attack and everything, <laughs> Carnage Surface, King Killmongers, I'm just throwing everything at him. I'm like, we just die. Like, And those double stop okay. clicks, oh, they're disgusting in the middle of the dial. So, yeah. um, and there is yeah. one, thing... one of our listeners helping her, him do the same thing with Spire Supreme, and he did the recruiter cap, and I think that's really smart. Cause, I mean, you're going to lose by points anyway if he dies, yep. so you might as well try yep. and do the best you can. Yep. And, I, and I, I do want to make one thing clear. Because I, I always say, you know, when people have Saki and Carnet Surfer and all that's copy and paste team, I don't care what you play. I really don't. I just, I, I like to see variation in the winning teams because. Oh, 100%. It's just, it's hard to always see, oh, Carnet Surfer won again, up oh, Saki won again, up oh, Commissioner won again, up oh, Scarab won again. It's just kind of nice because I feel like the meta is so open now, we don't have to put the blinders on and just do those scenes. But if that's the way oh, yeah. you like, and those are the figures you want to play, and those figures are expensive. So if you pay those figures, you're going to want to play them. So I completely understand that. So I don't want to, I don't want anyone to think out there that I'm giving people a hard time because they're always playing the surfers and the scarabs and all that kind of stuff. Oh yeah. I'm, <laughs> it's one piece that has yeah. not been on any build sheet uh ghost goblin for 250 dollars so yeah yeah um ethan you were saying something but you kind of what were you saying I, i'm really stuck on the master of evil chases i i keep building around them but i can't stop yeah, yeah they are good i mean there's not really a bad i what's the worst one out there hound or thor? yeah thor, probably hound thor, yeah. thor, oh, thor actually like, yeah. yeah yeah gimp thor I, my my team evolved so like i like i started out my my team build started with apoc prize apoc and i was building around that got carnage but then i i, I pulled two carnage surfers out of three bricks so i'm like well i guess i'm gonna gonna play those and then yeah Ethan's i, got I, I got... beat. he pulled like five 
uh, during that set, I think it was. It's in whatever he yep. went to a store and bought a booster off the shelf. It was uh, a Carnage Surfer in it. And then oh, it was the, ridiculous. It was yeah, Daddy, can I buy a booster? Yeah, go grab one. Oh, look at that, another Carnage Surfer. But oh, then, how terrible! I, I pulled one. Oh, I no, no, no! Uh, tell the story. You were oh. going to sell a unopened booster for two hundred fifty dollars. With your gloves on, saying that Carnage Surfer was in it, not knowing it, and then you opened it, and lo and behold, Surfer because we were making a joke yeah. of how people were selling Carnage Surfers for like $400, the whole freshly pulled stuff, mm-hmm. and I'm like, Miles, take a booster off the shelf and say, Carnage Surfer still in the box unopened, and sell it for X amount of dollars. But then they didn't like that on the Facebook page, so they made you take that down. But then you opened it, and lo and behold, Carnage Surfer was in it. <laughs> But it was in my brick, so I already knew it was the surfer. I already knew it was a surfer brick. Yeah. I'm just gonna send all my bricks and boosters to Ethan and Miles, <laughs> and you can open them for me because you've clearly got the Midas touch. They do. Um, uh, but I only had him for maybe five minutes because uh, I and he's worth money, so I just made the trade. Just flip him. Yeah. yeah. I, got, um, I got no problem with that at all. Nope. Um, I do like the Masters of Evil. The only issue that I have with them is I feel they slow the di- the game down a little bit because you have to figure out the swapping mechanic and stuff like that. So it does add some time on to the game. Not a ton, but with when you're only getting, you know, four or five turns nowadays, every minute counts. And when you're playing against a team that has the swapping mechanic and then the free actions and then I can do this after this and I can change this barrier to smoke cloud and then I'm going to do this, I'm going to perplex that, blah, blah, blah. It just seems like it takes um, forever to get attack off. I was watching the South Dakota game um, on YouTube today, and I don't think they made an attack until the 25th minute from no. setup. Isaac, like Isaac, Isaac is very uh, methodical in his thought process when he does stuff like that. Um, he, you know, the first turn or two will seem like they take forever, but he's already got turns three, four, and five planned out from that. So, yeah. I'm I'm there to roll dice and punch face. The my only swaps were King Killmonger into Iron Inquisitor to tell PK, and then swap back the next turn, pick up my sword, and back to it. Like it's yeah, I'm there to fight. I want to I want to actually play an interactive game of hero clicks. I want to roll out. I, I want to like attack. Dice. Nope, you don't I, like dice. I like to interact. Miles like, like the dice. no roll teams, <laughs> and it works for you for most of the time, right. except for when you have a heart attack in the middle of a tournament. It's true. <laughs> I'm um, this time, though. I got my pills. <laughs> and the defibrillator, on, or the, the AED on standby. The AED, exactly, is going to be just there. Before we leave talking about, just before we leave talking about states, guys, I want to shout out that uh, South Australia has a has a state still coming up for our Aussie listeners. Uh, Sunday, 30th of July, at, uh, where are they playing? Tabletop Warfare. And Queensland has Epic and Ipswich on August 12th. So, um, try to make it to those Aussie games, guys. It's plenty of plenty of great prizes to be won. Uh, X Exasword slop in uh, Adelaide and BTU in Queensland. Nice. And I forgot to um, ask, how many people did you have show up for your states? We had eight, so perfect number. We had seven up until the final day of sign-up because sign-up was closing a couple of days before because the venue we operate from has Yu-Gi-Oh! and other tournaments going, so we had to secure tables. Um, so we got an even eight. Would have been gross having a buy slot for such a small tournament. So, 
yeah, did good. So I took Scrappy, World's Finest, um, Legacy Card, and the Batman Prime was my prizing. And of course the map. The map's beautiful. It is. Uh, what is the map again? It's like a warehouse. It looks like the end scene from yeah. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Or, uh, yeah, yeah, it, it does. Need to play Red That's Skull on that map. Yes. <laughs> this warehouse? Oh, I did. I played uh, Hydra Theme where I went to Roseburg and we had a little fun. I played Hydra Theme. Nice. It felt perfect. Yeah. Um, any other states that we have to talk about that we didn't talk about or anything like that? Because next we're going to be talking about uh, some of the other figures from the Taurus that got previewed. Uh, we have the Gongai Clicks Day Camp, which is the second to last big tournament. Um, I was unfortunately not able to go because I had three birthdays week but that you, uh, that you remembered right um <laughs> <laughs> no i was a day off on all of them unfortunately yeah it's well when you have yeah, you know six, 20, when you have kids, 20 kids it's 16. hard to remember all their birthdays yeah. there's 16 between me and my two brothers so yeah it's it's rough yeah I remember them all um and you uh, have a lot i have five myself yes so uh, unlike what Adam may say, I actually do not have a lot of time to play clicks. So, but he does—he does, he does like, give the illusion that he's playing all the time between online battles, and going to Vegas, and all this other stuff. Oh, is it? I haven't been out. I think my last online tournament was, I think, maybe two and a half months ago. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, the um, clicks day camp was uh, interesting. Uh, Peter Melton, who actually ran the Washington States, won it with a uh, prime Spider-Man with all black because. That's now the go-to. I mean, him with all black is just nasty. Uh, then they had a uh, Saki, Iron Inquisitor, and a Magneto Mephisto, Commissioner. Um, and then a Brian Dormeyer of the Eagles had a really unique team. He made top four. I was really rooting for him. Uh, he had the Dark Side at seventy-five with the Sinestro Ring, a Wonder Woman Common, I believe it was for swapping purposes. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the Batman team up one, Wonder Woman, the what non prime with the lasso of truth that gives people charge that you know with the, that can do um, the end cap, and then chip. That was a really really fun build. I gotta sign off, guys. The wife is calling me. She needs uh, some assistance. Okay, if you want to pop back on later, right. please do. All right, can do. Thanks. See you, mate. All right, and I, I just love your accent. It throws me off when you say "tear tree" and "mate" and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> um, all right, we're so, having a two v two in October because of the turnout was so good. So please, anyone that wants to, this is gonna be the last big event at Gone Guy. Is worth it. Come out here to Oregon. Well, if I live closer, I would, but I know you're moving to Wisconsin soon, Miles, so pretty soon we'll be able to see. Play we'll see. Well, Ryan and, Ryan and Matt are coming out, so join. So fly out with them, Adam. Fortunately, with my wedding schedules and shooting weekends, it's really hard for me to do that. Um, I'm, I'm just happy I can make it to Gen Con for a day this year, and I don't have a wedding. Um, How many Battle Royals are you doing for Gen Con? I'm Adam? doing six. I would have done seven, Ooh. but the 10 o'clock one is or was sold out. And that's uh, Battle Royals are my bread and butter. That's where I've always had the most fun because, and I've said this multiple times on the podcast, I like Battle Royals because I get to play figures I normally don't play uh, yeah. in either casual events or in competitive events because a lot of the figures – 
I'm going to say like 70 to 80% of the figures in a set are not very good. They're fun, but they're not very good. So that's why I like Battle Royals is because I get to play those not so good figures rather than just the competitive stuff like that. So, um, and plus you get, it makes those with, figures yeah. good. Yeah. And you Matter get to play with three other people rather than one person. So you get to get mm-hmm. a little bit more camaraderie and social aspect to it. And also I personally think the prizing is better in battle Royals. I would rather play one game and, you know, get a super rare or something like that, than play five games in competitive and not walk away with anything. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, and I just, again, I don't like playing the same team more than once. So, like, when we played in Orlando and I played the same team eight rounds, I got really bored of that team afterwards <laughs> I, to the point where I just wanted to, to, to be done with it. Same thing happened with Team Nats that I did a few years ago and then the Not Worlds on Roll20. When you play the same team for eight, nine times, I just get bored with it, and that's why I don't ever play the same team twice from tournament to tournament. Yep. Like. Um, we practiced for states a few weeks ago, and my team worked okay, but I don't want to play it again because I already played it. Yep. Yeah, that's um, pretty small. But, yeah, I'm headed up Friday night. Uh, I'm going to hang out with Jonathan, who is in Florida, who makes all the um, the trophies and the 3D objects. I'm going to bunk with him Friday. And then we're going to go Saturday, spend all day Saturday there, and then drive back Saturday night. Um, so actually, this will be the last podcast we're going to be doing until the 9th after Gen Con because I can't next week. And then the following week, um, I'm actually going to Chicago for a few days for a family vacation, and then I'm headed straight to Gen Con. So we will be off for the next two weeks uh, before we have our next podcast. I'm actually going to download what what I need to, and I'm going to test out this week and see if I can get it figured out so I can. Perfect. Um, I know Dan and Ryan have talked about having their own little podcast to talk about like at their Asgard to mouth uh, results, stuff like that. Um, so that way you guys can get some context when I'm not able to do it as well. Uh, all right. So <laughs> let's talk a little bit about some of the other figures that got dropped from the notorious unboxing that scott porter did Uh, we're not going to talk about all of them but we'll talk about some of them we did find out that we are actually having an uh is it a common prime or uncommon prime the olmac i think that's a common prime common yeah the common um because no he is he is a common he is a common i'm looking at him right now so yeah there is an olmac a version uh we thought they were done with the common primes but apparently they're bringing it back for notorious uh don't know if that's going to be the normal thing but um, we're getting a common prime. No. He said that the reason why they made it a prime is because his name was Omac Prime, and so he, they felt that um, it would be a missed opportunity. Okay. From what um, I read on Facebook. So fair, it makes sense. Fair enough. Uh, we did get a – I don't remember him pulling this, but we did get a stereotype, which I like my stereotypes mm-hmm. because they got double rounds. I'm, uh, I'm so excited about Starfire. Like I've already posted in my group, I'm like, I will buy every single one. Everyone is willing to give up. Like, I I have the old 2018 con Ellie, and that creates Starfights. And we still haven't got our bag of Starfights. If Wizkids, if you're listening, can you put them up with the distributors? Because I know they're on solicits right now. Can we order them yet? Uh, well, hang so. on. If if that's the old Starro, what about the old old Starro? 
Oh, the old, old star. The old, old yeah, there's, there's, yeah. Uh, I think he's 2014. He's the purple and blue one. Uh, um, 2007. Yeah, he was way, 2007 he old, was way super old older. Then. Yeah, super old. That, yep, that, that was, was the, the last competitive I did before I stopped playing. So, yep, I remember that. That very, was the second well. five-figure booster that. set ever made. That was Justice League yep. when that came out. Yeah, I still have him. Mm-hmm. He's one I'll never get rid of just because uh, I consider that like a trophy because they didn't have trophies yeah. back then. and. Things like the serpent and stuff like that. If you and Thanos were considered trophies back then, but uh, Star yeah. Type uh, or Star Fight, he's forty points. He's got two traits. First one is when an adjacent opposing character begins a move or is placed after resolutions, you may place Star Fight adjacent to that character. So kind of like what Despotelis had in um, War of Light. And then the other one is if another friendly character has the cosmic or ruler keyword, modify Star Type Star Fight's attack by plus one. At the beginning of the game, if a friendly character is named Starro, generate a oh. notorious Starro fight on click one. So it sounds like we're getting up lost bit. It yeah. sounds like we're getting another Starro eventually. Now I know in the comics they just had a Starro that gained the Red Lantern ring, and if that's the case, oh my god, <laughs> that one hundred percent is going to be some sort of con alley because I can only imagine what that thing is going to do. Um, yeah, but he's a flyer. He's tiny. He's got mind control, poison, and then he's got senses and shape change as his rollout. So um, he's cute. I'll be get collecting a lot of these, and they're only an uncommon. Yeah, but sometimes uncommons are hard to get. But uh, it sounds yeah. like by that one wording, we will be getting another Starro at some point. Or even, you know, they've made single base colossals before. Maybe they're going to do something like that, like a, a beginning Starro when he was first born or something. I don't know. Um, let's see. Let's talk about some super rares. We did see a Two-Face, if uh, this thing would load. There we go. Um, 50, Came with the coin. 50 points. Uh, two traits. First one is free. If Two Face begins the turn on the map, flip a coin. If it if it's tail, so bring your coins to um, Hero Clicks now. If it's tails, give up to two opposing characters within range and line of fire an action token. Otherwise, replace Two Face with um, zero fifty a Two Face or deal him one damage. So it sounds like um, is this the Prime Two Face? I can't tell. No, uh, oh, it's just so, called fifty B. Like oh no, yeah, no, it's prime. not. It's it's an it's not a prime. It's just yeah, B and A. Okay, so it's like uh, kind of like the like starter the, the starter set figures. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then his other trait is when a when Two Face would be hit by an attack, you may flip a coin heads. The attacker is instead the the attack is instead a critical hit. Tails, the attack is instead a critical miss. Um, so that can be pretty. Rough. I like how it's main. Yes, it is. I like main. that's a main. That's. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's kind of a fun mechanic. He doesn't have the greatest stats. He's uh, a stealth blades combat reflexes outwit person, but he's definitely going to be a fun figure to um, mm-hmm. play sometimes. Yeah. Uh, we talked about King Shark. We talked about Frank the Plant, Kite Man, uh, Golden Glider, is either sixty or thirty points. She has a f- special speed power, which is hypersonic speed, unique modifier. When Golden Glider moves through an opposing character, modify the attacker's attack by minus one until your next turn. And then she has a attack power, 
When Golden Glitter makes a close attack, she may choose to target all adjacent opposing characters, Blaze Claws Fangs, but may use it if targeting multiple characters and rolls a separate die for each hit character. I think that's pretty cool. Um, I don't think you play her at 30. No. I think you play her at 60. She, she's one that you definitely play at full because she has the hypersonic yeah. and that she only has charge at the uh, other one. She does have a reverse side, which is a defensive power. Super senses when she uses it and succeeds. Generate an ice blocking terrain marker within four squares in line of fire. This game, those markers have adjacent characters must roll breakaway to move if they don't already have it. Uh, so again, very cool figure. Just the fact that if you somehow attack, you know, three people, you get to roll three blade dice. So I like that. I think it's good value, like eight clicks for 60 points too. Like that's not bad to get such a long dial for, for fairly cheap. So Yep. And she ignores characters, which is nice. She's a flyer, so she can just run away from people even if she's adjacent. Um, he did not pull a prime, but he did pull a chase. It was the Superman one, so I am very happy about that. It wasn't the deceased one, but it was the Black Lantern one. Um, we'll go over him and then I'll give you my thoughts on him because Superman is my guy. Um, so he is either 260 points or he's 120 points. He is a black lantern Superman. He does have the black or the, um, Superman team ability. He has a trait leadership. When Superman uses it and succeeds after resolutions, remove an action token from him and generate a grave hindering terrain marker. All the black lanterns are making this grave hindering terrain marker. Speed power. Hypersonic. When Superman uses it, he may be given a close or free action as free instead of making an attack. He has a uh, attack power, super strength, steel energy. When Superman uses any friendly grave terrain marker to make a close range terrain action, modify his attack plus one and increase his damage by plus one. So if he makes leadership, he makes a grave hindering terrain marker. He can pick it up, and he can get plus one attack and plus one damage when he uses it in a close attack or a ranged attack. Uh, he has that his entire dial, which is 10 clicks long. And then his last power, which is a damage power, is close combat expert, exploit weakness. Superman's other powers have protected outwit. So you can outwit his damage power, but everything else you cannot outwit as long as he has this damage power so for 260 points you're getting that nine speed attack power 12 attack attack power 20 invincible and four damage uh damage power and then for 120 you're getting eight with the special power move 11 with the special power for attack 18 invincible with a four damage perplex i would have liked to see that damage power on that second dial but um you can only do what you can he's okay in my opinion he hits one person really 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 hard but that's it uh you put him with necron all of a sudden he can now heal above his starting line true that so I, i'll that give you that healing with the necron um, is going to be a little broken i think for what they can do um i can't believe he's not unique to be honest, it's going to be... Yeah. I don't think you're playing two of this guy, though. Or are you talking about Necron? No, I'm talking about I'm, ta I'm talking about the Necrons. Okay. The Necrons. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, for 40 points, yeah. uh, what Necron is going to be able to do for Black Lantern people or just um, healing in general. Oh, no, is it just Black Lantern people he can heal above the starting lines? I think yeah, anyone with a Black Lantern core, they have to have a Black Lantern core keyword yeah. and heal it. So if you give the Indigo ring to someone with a Black Lantern ring, yeah. or Black Lantern core, it's, it's also or adjacent to one of his grave train markers, so they don't have to be Black mm -hmm. Lantern. So, um, but yeah, Superman, he's he's okay. I mean, I'll get him obviously because I'm a Superman guy, but he's just gonna be a fun guy. To... The two sixty, I, I kind of wish that damage was five. It is. It seems way too much. Like that's <laughs> this is a reverse power creep. Like. Yep. For, yeah, for what you get, you get nowadays, clicks. yeah, for two yeah. for 140, for 140 points, points, you're getting three clicks. Um, for yeah. what 30 point figures can get you nowadays, this doesn't seem yeah. like you're getting any kind of deal for 260. Um, could have been 175. Yeah, I would 175. I think would have been accurate, especially since the four damage. I mean, he is doing five damage. He can potentially do six damage with the. Um, Grave hindering terrain marker, but he's hitting one person really hard, and that's it. He can't do another attack. He doesn't have any f other free actions besides the hypersonic, so he can use. So I'm again, I'm really bad at this game. The speed power throws me off. When Superman uses hypersonic, he may be given a yeah. close or free or ranged. Think of as it as charge. Free. Yeah, so it's like charge now. So now he can use energy explosion. He can use pulse wave. There's plenty of ways to give him these powers. Okay, so if you give him the pumpkin oh. bombs, he could hypersonic energy yes. explode is what you're saying. Okay, that makes more sense. Um, yeah. Or hypersonic. You can also uh, use Quake. Quake. So if you can give him those certain powers that you couldn't normally do with hypersonic. Hypersonic with an object you can now do. Yeah. True, you couldn't do that before. Awesome. That's a good point. Wow. Um, I've been wanting so a Superman be with hypersonic that. super strength um, <laughs> to work again. Um, if you can somehow give him Pulse Wave, you know, Franklin Richards with him, you can Hypersonic Pulse Wave now with him. Um, hey, well, Justice League, you can team up with Cyborg to keep it theme if you want. Yep. And Pulse Wave, which just, um, so, he has destroy blocking, so they're behind walls. <laughs> yep. So he is fun, definitely. I just don't yep. think he's the greatest. You know what, 120, he's just getting outwitted and dying. He needed yeah. to have... I, I think he's a, he's a kitchen table figure. Yeah. Like, he's not going to be playing in events but he's a lot of fun at home for something casual yeah he, he don't worry adam i was i was equally as confused as you with the movement <laughs> power so thank you miles for, for being the brains of the operation yep. yeah <laughs> um he needed to have that damage power on at least his first click of his lower point value mm. to be playable yep. because at 120 he's just going to be outwitted and destroyed um, That's why but, I'm saying that he's a must Necron because yeah. that makes him playable at 120 and he can potentially be competitive based off of rotation. Yes, if you um, just to be able to heal because he has still energy. If, so you sudden, are playing, boom, can't be if you are playing him at 120, you have to have Necron on your team. <laughs> you have to. Right. Um, and then uh, we got some legacy figures. So the one that he pulled for his unboxing was Killer Moth, which I think I have. I just didn't look. Um, but Killer Moth is 35 points. He has a trait, which is he has double target. And when Killer Moth uses in-cap, modify its attack by plus two. He currently has a nine on his dial, so it would be an 11. And until your next turn, targeted characters must roll 
for breakaway to move even if they don't already need to. So if he just hits with end cap and they're in the middle and there's nobody by him, they still have to. Actually, he doesn't even have to hit them. It's just if he attacks them, they have to break away no matter what from air, basically. And then his um, attack power, which I don't see an attack power. No, that's it's the Riddler that was added onto that from the Riddler um, 100. So he does not have knock, an attack knock. power? No, that knock-knock is the power for the Riddler that's right above him. Okay, so that's just a miss code on AC units. Gotcha. Um, so Killer Moth is cool. You know, for 35 points, you could just make somebody break away. Um, They'd have to do it automatically. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the other figures that they or that he showed that are having legacy cards are Owlman, Ultraman, and uh, Wonder Woman. Or Superwoman from Woman. Trinity War. Was it Superwoman? It was Superwoman, pretty sure. From Trinity War, I believe it was. Um, there was Lissa Drac from War of Light. Alyssa and Drac. there was Manbat as well from... Uh, I don't think it was Wild animated. A joke, a joke as well. Yeah, we, we just bought a brick of that to try and get that. <laughs> We got, and I, they need to do a lot for Man Bat because he was one of the cool sculpts there was, but he was just trash. Oh, the sculpt is gorgeous. Yeah, that's, that's a great piece. Um, Calendar Man from Batman, uh, Gotham City will be on there. Um, but the big one that people are talking about is Dark Side from Superman, which I think he is going to be pretty good. He's got a 10 range. Uh, if he's anything like the old legacy Thanos, uh, I mean, he can see. He's got the Omega beams. He can see through everything with um, with smaller maps yeah, no. now. Um, if you give it destroy blocking. You don't have him ignore blocking like the original no. is right here. That's that's a no no. Um, but it's going to be very interesting what they do with him, especially with a ten range. Uh, he was top dial. He had three point values. He was three hundred and fifty points top dial. So they obviously have to change that somehow, unless they still keep that, uh, like they did with um, the Thor's chariot. But um, it'll be very interesting to see what they do with him. What else was there? I don't have my figures on me. Um, Brimstone. Oh, um, Queen of Fables. I am very interested to see what they do with Queen of Fables because I liked her when she first came out. Uh, she was one of my go-to figures uh, way back in the day, so I'll be and I have her. Uh, the only one I don't have, um, I can't remember. There was like one or two I didn't have. This was actually a very lucky legacy figures for me that I had most of these figures. So uh, whatever I pull, um, I'll be excited for. But I definitely want to see what they do with Darkseid, and I'm hoping they don't, you know, make them good, but not Thanos good. Um, I think I've I've been waiting for, and I don't think it's happening, is seeing a Black Lantern ring in this set. So I have a feeling there's a DC set that'll come later that'll give us black and no. white. Well, black. The, they never had rings to begin with, and I think the Grave Markers is making up for the lack of constructs. Well, uh, there were like a white lantern construct yeah, set. Yeah. <laughs> no, they did that, but thematically for comic wise, they didn't yeah. make constructs. Yeah. The, the the Grave Markers are more thematic comic wise. Um, yeah, unless we, we, we have enough constructs, I would like it <laughs> sure. if they just did like you know how they just did the th- uh, th- 
Captain America, Hulk, and Iron Man OP kits where you just got legacy cards. I kind of hope they just do one of those with yeah. Black Lantern and it comes with the ring. If they do do rings. Doo-doo, huh? Yeah. Um, if they do rings, <laughs> just give everyone rings because with how bad the distribution yeah. was in Batman, just give us a ring. Just let us pay $20 for that. Yeah, 100%. You know, make a Black Lantern legacy card throw it in there. I know we have a black hand, but there was a black hand in War of Light that was a possessor. I would love to see him to get a legacy card. There was a Fire Lord in War of Light that was a Black Lantern. There was an Aquaman. Miles, you'd love a black Aquaman. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm, legacy card. I'm stoked about the one that's been announced. Yeah, but I, I think based off of this sculpt, especially with the seahorse, should yeah. be happy with this. I mean, honestly, yeah, what I, was... I would just like for an OP kit is, you know, make a Black Lantern or um, a black hand figure, a legacy card. And a Black Lantern ring. I think that would be a perfect OP kit. Or, or not OP kit, a play-at-home kit uh, for this yep. set. Yeah, Black Lantern ring would be cool with, without construct. Yeah, like, like it's it just a cool ring. Like, to make, like, free. Yeah, just, just, like, make it free smoke cloud, you know? Or it gives a character the Black Lantern keyword. Something like that. Yeah. And that could be a problem if you're yes. able to heal with that Necron. That would, oh my gosh, yeah. that would be rough. But that's my. Dream I was world. just. Kids. I was hoping to see uh, Black Hand and Gallius Zed get legacy cards, which neither of them did from War of Light. That Black Hand's a lot of fun. Like, was a lot of fun. And that's why I'm hoping they do something for play at home kits with the Black Lantern legacy cards. I'm really hoping yep. for that. Um, does yep. anyone want to talk about the figure that got released today, which was Polka Dot Man? I only have one thing to say. He's too ripped. Like, he needs to be a little more gangly. Like, <laughs> yeah, Miles, why don't you but, take um, Polka Dot Man? Because I've been talking this whole time. Uh, I, well, Polka Dot Man, he's, I've, it's interesting. I, I think that he can bring a lot to your team, but... Piece, he has to be double-tapped. I mean, you could use him as a tie-up piece, you know, for that. He's too random for my taste. You have to double tap um, him. So once you go through his powers, why you have to double tap him? Yeah, so he has a trait. Uh, his first trait is uh, gimmicked polka dots. Uh, free, you roll a d6, and you turn uh, polka dot man to the resulting click number. So he has pretty much three starting lines. You have If you roll a four, it's um, click one. A five, click five. A six, click nine. He's got another trait, uh, dots all she wrote. Dot man takes a maximum of two damage from effects, which is exactly like the multiple man. And when he's KO'd, after resolutions, other friendly characters that have the Suicide Squad keyword heal two clicks. Now, it is a four through six, so that's another thing that it's not even guaranteed that he's going to be going to another starting line. And at 40 points, I just don't like that. Is it, You pretty much have a starting line with, uh, what, range 710, 17-1 with um, Psychic Blast and range combat expert with a four, four attack, and that's just not going to cut it. A second starting line has a uh, eight, eleven, sixteen, two with barrier force blast. I wish you could choose the starting line because I, I think that would make him way more playable. Um, and then the click three was seven, ten, seventeen, one with DK and uh, close combat expert. Just, the only thing keeping him is you can't choose a starting line. He just doesn't do anything. <laughs> like no, no, no he, he doesn't. I mean. His click three, where so if you go, if you start on click one, if someone taps you for two, you get prob. If you go to click five and someone taps you, you get running shot with a two damage. 
And if you go to click nine, if you roll for it and someone taps you, you get perplex uh, for 40 points. It's a, I, I just don't see the value. He's a fun team, or he's a fun guy, especially if you play on a Suicide Squad team, because when he dies, everybody with the Suicide <clears throat> Squad keyword heals too. So it's kind of a Fantastic Four um, plus one team ability. But he just he's not doing anything for your team because even on click one, all he has is Psychic Blast and RCE, but no move and attack, no defense. Uh, if you go to click five, yeah. you get that Force Blast and Barrier. And if you go to click nine, you got that you got TK and Close Combat Expert, which that's just a horrible combination right there. Um, it, and then you should be able to click this two storyline. line. Yes. that's what you should. That's yeah, the only thing that's not making him playable. And even his mid dial um, clicks don't do anything. If uh, so, if you're on click one, click two, it's charge with a two damage and uh, impervious. If you're on Perfect. five, if you go, you're to six, always getting tapped off that. Yeah. If you go to click five and you go to click six somehow, you got blades and shape change. And if you are on nine and you go to ten, you have sidestep with senses. He just doesn't do anything. He's a fun figure. That's about what he does. Uh, There's no shenanigans there. That is 100% a tabletop, kitchen table piece. Yeah. Um, I do kind of wish they would have made his scalp where he's firing the polka dots. I think that would have been cool, especially being a rare. I think you could do that with that. So I think that was a lost opportunity Mm -hmm. Um, or something with throwing polka dots or something like that, like he did in the movie. I don't know what he does in the comics, but he just, he just unfortunately doesn't do anything for your team. He's just a fun figure. I'll play him if I pull him as a fun event, but that's about it. Um, Any other figures that we want to talk about before we talk about the big news about WizKids? Uh, I wasn't here last week on the pod last week, but Black Manta is the I think going to be doing a lot for the meta, um, especially with even after rotation it doesn't matter because you're gonna be having that X of Swords rubber ducky Deadpool give anyone Dolphin. There's too many shenanigans that you can be had with that, and especially on a full what getting that Justice League Atlantis map. It's, it's gonna be ridiculously fun. Black Manta rare. I know. And, uh, I cannot wait. I know someone made a comment because I made a comment, but someone posted on Facebook about the 85 points Superman being meh. And then I'm like, yeah, it's funny how we have a black Manta that is five more points than a Superman. And someone made the comment about that. That doesn't make sense. I'm like, yeah, it doesn't make sense. Black Manta should not be more points than a Superman. I understand that Superman was a common and black Manta is a rare, but (laughs) In my Superman brain, that should not exist. Uh, we've had common Superman before, like the last Batman set. He's 150 points. Um, and that Superman that we are getting in this set for the common is just utter trash. Um, so it was more Yeah, but of that's a, fine. When you you see the um, the chases, the deceased it's much one, better. Yes. It was just... Being a, up for it it was yeah, more that's... of a being a Superman fan and seeing that common <laughs> Superman. Oh, was I know. just like, what are you doing? Like, just no. Um, it was a waste of a slap. <laughs> it was a slap to all Superman yeah. fans out there. Yeah. Um, but, no, I'm yeah, excited to see what else. You know, we, we've we got a hot minute until the set drops. Usually um, Scott Porter gets those unboxings, you know, two weeks or so before pre-releases. Uh, but we got a hot minute till the set uh, releases. I think pre-releases aren't even until September or something. 
September 6th is what it was said. So. Yeah, so we probably got yeah, two we months. While. We got two months before this set even drops. But mm-hmm. like I said, that will be the prize for our Cheesehead Championship uh, because we didn't want to have you guys walk away with Avenger 60th. We wanted to give you guys the newest set. So uh, we w- whoever does win that's those prizes, you will get notorious shipped out. And we're crossing our fingers that somehow – I doubt it because they already. We'll talk about that in a second. That the world is going to have notorious that we're going to have notorious for battle royals at Gen Con, but there's probably a less than a one percent chance that that's going to happen. Uh, yep. But all right, let's talk about the scandal that WizKids dropped on us uh, two days ago. So WizKids had released an article about the prizing for worlds, and it was atrocious. The prizing was absolute garbage. I believe if you won Worlds, your takeaway was, you know, a couple con LEs and stuff like that. But then there was no designer figure, and your factory set was going to be Rise and Fall. Uh, so a set that I don't know why people complained about that. Yeah, who cares? That's the best set ever. That I would rather have that in this sign of figure. Let's be honest here. A set that retires <laughs> in two months, you're getting a factory set. Or no, when you when you win Worlds, <laughs> it retires the next day, I should say. Um, they never really officially oh. said when they're doing retirement, but to me it feels like right it's, after Worlds, it, the retirement's going to happen, but they haven't officially said that. So uh, this is... Uh, Breaking. It's the dial for Merman Batman. I am sending it to you right now. Oh, Mermaid Batman? We Let's got the that. dial. Yep. Just got the dial. Yes. 75 points. Um, active players. Oh, yes. Oh, love it. All right. Yes. So um, let's see here. We may be the first ones to go over this. So, <laughs> um,. So Batman is 75 points, and he has the Batman team ability. He has a trait. When Batman would be KO'd, you may instead replace him with a character named Batman. Turn that character to his last non-KO click. Roll a D6. Heal equal to half the result. That character can't otherwise be healed this game. And then he has another trait. Friendly characters with a shared keyword with Batman have Dolphin Symbol. Free, generate a water terrain marker in a square within range and line of fire. And then attack power once per game, unequipped and equipped equipment from a character within range and line of fire, then equip it to Batman. And his range is a four. Um, it's a eight charge, 11 attack with that attack power, 18 combat reflexes with a three damage outwit. Uh, so not bad. I mean, he's a fun character. No, he's, he, no, 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 that's. He's way more than not bad, so he gives characters a shared keyword with him, Dolphin. Yes. So now you can have it's finest getting Dolphin. It so is. Throwing that Black Manta on. 75 points is Manta a lot. The cog yeah, ticking now, in Miles' yeah. brain for a Dolphin <laughs> thing. Oh, Dolphin, Dolphin. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm already going, but now you're going to be able to get him to hit for, what, a 13 for 6 on that water map with, with on a Justice League theme if you want. Why a 13 for 6? You give the blue lantern ring to Aquaman, and if he's in water, he gets plus 1 attack and plus 1 damage. You, uh, you can also team up with that Black Manta that I was just talking about and get uh, out unequipped figures. Yeah. Um, no, there's there's so much shenanigan potential with that, and I'm loving that finally, after me praising Dolphin since the, rule, the what, 2021 where they changed it to where you, you have to be within 4, finally getting the love they deserve. 
No, I do like it. Your next fish. team's called Swimming with the Fishes, Miles. Right. Like, <laughs> oh no, my team right now is uh, water is your doom. That's where I'm running in Saturday. So drowning on dry land. Um, yes, yes. No, I I Taking like him. I will say, 75 points is a lot to invest for that. I think it's fine because especially with him being able to unequip a piece. Um, even in without the necro sword, but like for instance, you, if you have like the necro sword, you, know, you can unequip someone. Yeah, and TK him up there, no problem. Yeah, I, I think I'd like to see him with a half tile for forty, just to get the utility and use him as a utility piece. But yeah. seventy-five, I'm left with two twenty-five on my team, um, so I really want to turn it into. That's when a you're fish. able. Yeah. <laughs> I would have liked That's why to see, you have, like, like world's finest, like I said. And you're able to get with that. I think that there is potential there. Like 35 yeah, 35 points, is a lot. But. 35 points and start on click five, something like that, I think would have been cool. I'd be broken, though. That's the problem when you look at what he brings. You if think you so? have those lower point dials, you can... Yeah, the same reason yeah. why this Connelly cap is going to be broken. Yeah. The yep. 40 point With the 40-point line. So it just um, keeps it up with his kids, practice, you know, but... uh, chemistry or whatever. Yeah, I... Commissioner I know, for I, 25 I points is my guns, Yeah, yeah. No, but I just have to stick to my guns and try not to get things broken, even if I'm excited for it or even if it would benefit me. I want this game to be healthy, and brokenness is just not needed. And, um, yeah, I mean, he's going to be a fun yeah. piece. I, I don't know if it's going to win consistently, but there's something there. Um, he may be a lot of points, and I'm going to be the dummy that decides to uh, do it. So. Oh, you definitely I, I will be, right but you will be the dummy that does it. But you will be the yeah, guy I think that you'll do well. <laughs> you will be the guy maybe that everyone looks to to it. make him work. <laughs> yes, that's why I made Chase Torch work. So that was yep. so much fun. So I'm looking at him as my next torch. Sure. Um, nice. And Miles, you it is a requirement for you now to every major event you go to to wear your Aquaman outfits. So when you, <laughs> I have it ready. When so you go to, to States, when you go to states, when you go, I think you said you're going to Orlando this year. Uh, I think World, you're, yeah, no, you're yeah. going to Worlds, which I'm so jealous because a lot of the clicking it people are going to Worlds, but um, I can't. Um, but anyways, let's get back to the WizKids scandal. Uh, but yeah, they put out the prizing and it was not good. It was bad, uh, just like it was last year. They didn't. They did the no make a figure. Uh, really, you they took down the original post because it got so much flack. You know, we did our meme campaign. I like to think that helped. A lot of other people did the memes out there. I like to think that kind of uh, persuaded WizKids a little bit. Other people said that didn't. You, you're entitled to your own opinion. But the HeroClix community was not happy, just like it was last year. And it's one of those things that I personally think is that it wasn't a mistake, the first post. It, that's what their intentions were. You know, it's that classic one-time shame on you, two-time shame on me kind of thing. They took the original post down. A few hours later, they put up a new one. They brought back the designer figure. The The new factory set, I think, is you're getting notorious or that they're hoping for that. Um, so I do think they backpedaled a little bit in their comments. No, because... you... it's X of Swords. Sorry, uh, X of Swords. Set. So yeah. I do think they backpedaled. Um, because they saw that nobody was happy. In fact, you know, Scott Crampton went on a few Facebook lives things and people were talking about boycotting states and not going and things like that. I know a few people um, have kind of said they're sick with it and they're selling their collections on Facebook because they're kind of sick of the stuff that WizKids is constantly 
does because unfortunately this is nothing new with WizKids. It's like that abusive relationship. No, I'll never hurt you again, baby. And then two days later, smacks you in the back <laughs> of the head again. Um, I mean, that's the best analogy I can make. So I think they got called out for the prizing. Mm. And luckily and thankfully, they made it right. And it shows that they do care a little bit. But the, the amount of... And it shows how passionate that we are as players. We like this game. Like... We don't want this game to go away. We enjoy it. So, you know, WizKids always not, takes these f- steps forward. Like, I thought they did a great job last year at Worlds by hiring Dial H to go do all the uh, the PR and the press release, or not the press release, but the media content and all of that kind of stuff. I thought that was a great move by them. They did a great job with Scott Porter's Huntington's charity event by getting yep. Avengers 60 is like six weeks before the pre-release, well, excuse me, pre-releases were even supposed to do. Um, so they make these great strides to the game and then they do this and they take back like two, three steps and then they have to be called out on it by the community and then it's fixed. So I, I personally, again, believe what you want to do. I don't believe that, oh, we forgot to add this stuff. You don't forget to add that much stuff. If you forget, oh, the, the 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 posts actually said they only forgot the designer figure. Everything else was in addition to. So they added notorious booster cases for Heroclix World Champion, Team World Champion, Pulp World, and Wheels of Vengeance brick for the Heroclix World Champion. They said that was an addition. That wasn't something they forgot. So they they've done a bit to try and mend their second year in a row mistake. Yeah. Um, for... And they need to backtrack for the team's worlds. There's yep. no reason that Anthony Bruno. Um, Azareth, and, and um, I forget the other person. And forgot who the third is, too. But they, if not a designer figure, design a legacy card or a map. Like, the teamed world. Yeah. Or, like, port, or like said, a off. pog. Let them make a pog. Yeah. Yep. They did and, that for know, Huntington's. Says, Everyone should get a generic pog. Yeah, yeah, but no, Brad's idea, which I think is great, is they take a picture of everybody and you just get a generic pog. Yeah. Just make it you know, 8, 10, 17, 3, and everyone gets their own unique pog. It's just yeah, that's awesome. Talk, you know? Like like Crampton so, said, that would be a, cool. Crampton said it's a sticker and a poker chip. I make those in my basement. <laughs> they cost me literally <laughs> like thirty cents to make. I mean, you that can, would be you an can awesome get a stack. Yeah, you can get a stack of poker chips for like twelve dollars, and then you can buy one of those Avery. I think they're called sticker printable things, where you get like. 500 of those stickers for like 15 20 bucks it wouldn't cost them probably more than 50 dollars and then the manpower to make those bystanders you just make them one point they're just generic they have no powers heck hire just hey thanks for showing up the worlds hire jeremiah peterson to make them he does it all the time (laughs) just say hey jeremiah would you mind making these for the team world's winners i guarantee you he'd say no problem and he'd probably do it for free Um, I just um, don't agree with boycotting, though. I think it's the wrong thing to do it. But as a community, exactly. like if we want a world stage, like I, I'm in a different country, right? Uh, if if I want to make this trip next year to Worlds, I want there to be people there. Like, but boycotting means companies go, there's not enough people playing, they start to backtrack. I've seen it happen in other games by this company. I've seen it happen in other games by other companies uh, that don't have world support anymore, that are shunned off to the side, that don't have pricing, don't have promos, nothing unique. 
product disappears and the community goes, well, no one plays, so we won't play. Like, boycotting, that's the wrong tangent. We need to talk about what we want with WizKids in whatever way, memes or anything, and say, this is what we want. We love what you're making. We want you to support us. We want the community to, community to grow. And for that to happen, offer reasonable prizes. There's other games that are offer thousands of dollars. We're just asking for a few more bits of plastic, right? You know, we're not asking for ten thousand dollar prize. I w wouldn't complain, right? Who would? But you know, <laughs> we're, we're we're just asking for a little more support with with pricing to make it worth traveling across the world. How many people go to worlds that aren't from the U.S. is my question. You know, we've had to have community initiatives to get people to come that are offering to put money forth to bring people from overseas. That's not the company doing that. Like other games will support flights and accommodation. So there's a lot the community's doing to support themselves. Cheesehead Champion, you know, all these other other events that we're running off our own back, that we're prizing off our own back to keep a community alive. We're only asking so much out of WizKids. So I don't think that's unreasonable. You I mean, know, again, for, for look, asking. At, look at Scott Crampton. He put how much of his own money into Michigan State's uh, for prizing and trophies and um, mugs and everything like that. Uh, yes. David Newmark for Orlando does an amazing job with his, with trophies and prizing and stuff like that. Uh, oh, look, look at Rock. 55 of us, I'm one of them, had to put up our own money to buy the prizing for those events. That's that's our money we've put up and hope to recoup it. I, en I, I ended up doing that event at a loss, but I'm, I'll do it again next year. <laughs> like I don't I don't care if there's two players. Like yeah. you know, the community wants to play for prizes. The so. community is what's keeping this game alive right now because during like I, I've had this conversation before was during COVID, WizKids put nothing on except for oh, making yeah. the figures. And Brad Broyles did a great job with getting Roll Twenty going up. Other people were having tournaments. David Newmark. That's when he started his Champion Clicks open this game is so on lifeline in my opinion that a boycott would have just completely the game would have been done if we would have done a boycott yep. boycotts solve nothing except for ruin everything yeah yeah 100 there's a right way to do something and there's a wrong way and boycotting it is the wrong way yep. um what have protests look at the recent you know not to get political but the recent like protests it it take goes the, the actors to... the actors protest right now with the writer yes yeah, well that's but back after regardless, it, yeah. it, it's you think it does something but then it doesn't it's it, it's pointless yeah yeah we'll talk about it for like a week and then afterwards it's done i and do think by the that boycott, time i think a boycott would have officially killed the game it would have it yeah it would have just been oh yeah um i i really believe that yeah, if, yeah. if they would have if people would have boycotted um the game it would have just died and I don't know if I have no idea of Wizkid's intentions. I'm just going off things I hear, but I know Miles, you were saying that Wizkid's kind of doesn't want to stay in the competitive hero clicks. I don't. Like I, said, I don't know for sure. The wording from when they're describing what they wanted yeah, to bring to the collectors. Wheels. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was a little off-putting, but you know, I'm gonna give kudos to them, regardless of whether they they did the wrong thing. To, they actually listened to the the players i think that's something that we need to applaud and continue to show that hey if we keep showing our support and keep saying showing we can actually get things fixed um i think that is a great way of showing the community getting together i think a, a few of the people had to go overboard with some of the things they were saying and whatnot but yeah. that's that's how it always is you always have those village idiots as a whole yeah. it's good that that whiz kids actually listened 
So maybe oh. maybe this was a PR stunt where they did this just to get because <laughs> no no press or no or bad press is still press. You know, maybe it was something yeah. like that. Who knows? Um, but yeah, but I see get it. how many people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I give them tons of credit for fixing it, and the the speed in which they fixed it was uh, yeah, it very was, impressive. Yeah, like, very I, quick. And I don't know twenty four hours. Oh, less than that, I think, because they were announced uh, like Monday night, and then they took it down Thursday or Tuesday morning, and then posted the new one Thursday or Tuesday evening. Um, but I know a lot of people like were saying, "Hey, just contact Whiskas directly. Go to their Facebook page that they made strictly for Hero Clicks. Contact them." And I think enough people um, heard that or saw those comments and that that they're like, "Hey, emergency meeting. We got to fix this now." Or else, you know, we're going to have a ride on our hands here, which I'm glad they did. Now, I don't want, I'm not about, I don't want to say that's bullying because I don't mm-hmm. want to say they were, they were pressured into doing that stuff. But to some point, it was kind of bullying. I know I'm saying that completely wrong and I'm not trying to um, piss anybody off there like we were bullying WizKids or anything like that. But it was more, yeah. we were voicing our concerns that, you know, Worlds is a big deal. It's not a Nationals. It's not a State's. It's worlds. This is where, like Mork, like Mork said, people from all around the world come to that to become the world champion. And if you put prizing like that, you're not going to get people to come to worlds. And yep. that is strictly just HeroClick. It's not nationals at Gen Con where it's every other game in the world that shows up to Gen Con. Worlds is just HeroClicks and no other games are being played there. Yep. Just on, I'm talking about people who've been posting contact details. Like, I've I've got to recommend for everyone. I'm not telling people what to do here, but I've got to recommend use the correct channels. Like, use support and use like messenger groups. Don't people have been posting up um direct contacts for Wizkids as well of of specific people's email accounts that are in roles that have nothing to do with that. That's bullying, right? That's what people shouldn't be using those. People shouldn't be disseminating those publicly. They're privileged information to have personally emails of WizKids employees. Don't post them out when you're upset about the game. Contact support pages and give your feedback through the right channels or post publicly all your memes and all you like on Heroclix International Chat, wherever you want to post, but don't contact people directly. Like They don't deserve their inboxes blown up for you being upset no. about pricing. Like, yeah. And I, I'm uh, sure that Wiz... Messaging... Go ahead. Would be, yeah. Say if they're actually... Buying these whiskers employees and emailing them, harassing them. That is. Yeah, yeah. We, we don't need to go stand out in front of people's houses and <laughs> no, <laughs> hold up signs. That's wrong. But I, I am sure that there are some people from WizKids. Like I said, I don't know the inner workings of it. I wish I did. I wish I had a bit more insight about that kind of stuff. But I'm sure that they are aware of the Facebook pages. They are aware of the podcast. Yep. Now, now, really, they're the only podcast that came out. Um, after that news was clicked off, I didn't get a chance to listen to that one yet, but I know they talked about it. But I know, or I shouldn't say I know, I would assume that people at WizKids do monitor the Facebook pages, and they are just seeing all the memes. I mean, that, us as nerds, that's how we communicate, is memes. Um, I enjoy making memes. I think I'm pretty good at it. Um, Mork, you, like, made 10 in like five minutes in our discord which was pretty damn impressive to be honest um easy content (laughs) easy content but um it's a way to show our frustration and concerns in a fun way 
because yeah, absolutely. some of us don't know how to talk socially and memeing is a great way to do that. Um, but I'm sure they saw yeah, a bunch of the memes and they're like, okay, yeah, we got to fix this ASAP. I think at base level, like like I used to run Nerf communities, right, where we were we were grown adults running around with toy guns shooting foam darts at each other, and this is another situation like that. We are mostly grown adults. There's not much of a younger community playing Hero Clicks. We're playing with little plastic toys as superheroes, pretending that they're shooting laser beams or what have you at each other. Like at base level, we're here just poking a bit of fun at what's being offered. We're not here. Torch and Pitchfork out the front of WizKids HQ going, this must change, right? We're hoping they listen, and they did very quickly. You know, kudos to them. Um, but, you know, it's the memes are poking good fun at something we hope will change. And, and we've had more serious conversations about what we'd like to see change here today. Um, so hopefully there's not a third time's a charm and that next year, you know, that someone won't copy-paste last year's event details and put it in here. Um, so, you know, I'm sure WizKids has learnt that there's a lot of vocal people that actually do care and this isn't a game that's dying but it will die if they don't have they don't support us correctly at, at large national venues and international events so. yeah because they don't have many they have nationals and they have worlds that's the yep. only whiz kids at least i think the only whiz, whiz kids ran events they don't run the rock they don't run states um even though they yep. do do the pricing for states um they don't do orlando they don't right. do our cheesehead championship it's nationals and worlds and that's it we've had no nationals this year in australia no announcement we've been trying to get it since and january nationals is kind of uh, iffy too because what you have an eight person pulp tournament it sounds like not a lot of people are showing up at gen con for clicks or at least for nationals yeah they were they were limited for nationals too wasn't it only like 10 or 15 16 people for nationals was that i couldn't tell you because I didn't I think it was limited for that. Okay. Um, and maybe that's why all the battle Royals were selling out so fast. Uh, when I bought my battle Royals for Saturday, uh, there was only one left for all the spots except for 10. So that's why I got into that one. But um, mm. in national pricing, from what I've heard, it's not great either. It's okay, but it's nothing to, you know, write home about. Uh, I think a big thing too is, and I know Scott Crampton talked about this too, is if they would just do trophies, it would solve so many prizing problems because people like trophies. People like to see, yeah. their, people like to see their name 2022 national hero clicks champion on a plaque or on a trophy. And it can just be something, yep. go to Goodwill, buy an old bowling trophy and take an onslaught or something, spray paint it gold, slap it on the top. Done. Like you don't have to go. They are doing trophies this year, so that was something yes. else they added in. Worlds will have trophies. Four so. worlds, but not nationals. Um, yeah, I know we're having a trophy for our Cheesehead Championship that is being made by Jonathan down in Florida, but um, I think that would just that would make so many people happy, and it wouldn't even cost you probably more than fifty dollars to make. You know, and reach out to some of the other people that have made them. In the Heroclix community, PJ Bowen, I know, has made some. He made some for the um, Orlando event. Uh, Jonathan uh, down in Florida, he makes some. Just buy a 3D printer and <laughs> keep yeah, it in your back office at WizKids yeah. and print them. <laughs> That's all you got to do. Yeah. They don't got to be fancy. Simple. Who cares? Yeah. They just something with their name on it, and they're happy. I know last year, I, I believe, Isaac got a plaque for Nationals, if I remember. Um 
But that's and a plaque's even cheaper. It's, people want trophies. I buy, I buy these little plastic trophies you get from a party store, and then I hot glue in like cheap action figures into the top, and then I use my label maker to put the name on it and the year of the event. Like that's like less than two dollars a trophy, you know, first and second. Like, yeah. you know, just something to show for it. Like, yep. But yeah, all for trophies. You know, how can you say that you're a national champ if you can't show a trophy to prove it, right? So, yeah. You know, at least for Rock, I can go, look, it says champion underneath my state on the other side of the map. That means I'm the champion for this state, right? Give him a so. t-shirt. <laughs> Some, yeah. So. <laughs> I don't know one world, and all I got with this yeah, lousy t-shirt. <laughs> perfect. That's all they got to do. Nationals, uh, make that happen. I don't won... even put a year on it, like, yeah. and then you can use it every year. <laughs> I won the 2023 here, click nationals, and all I got was this <laughs> shitty t shirt, something like that. That'd be yeah, perfect. 100%. And people would love that. Yep. Um, so, what did your map say? Champion, uh, have uh, Victoria? No, it says Victoria, yeah. So, that's, that's what yeah. we weren't sure of because we saw someone else's state. I asked Howard, um, and I didn't get a clear response on it, but yeah, when they arrived, Victoria Champion and the other three maps just say Victoria. So, yeah, yeah, yeah no, that's I, great. I wasn't so. sure what it would say if it would say like you know, Australian or if it would say no, because it just goes by state. So, we're Victoria, all the other countries just get whatever their location is. But I've been putting in brackets Australia for all the events and posting on win and everything thing when it'd be nice if they can sort that out using a store account guys so much better than a volunteer <laughs> i know i gotta change mine i and that's another thing that's a whole other rabbit hole i could go down where we're on like month five of the win just not working for volunteer yep. like I, I still can't create an event without doing some backdoor stuff um store account works a treat if yeah. you can just get into the store account you can make whatever you want so yeah. finalizing still iffy but i had uh joe reach out and tell us the trick to finalize the event um which WizKids didn't even know i provided them the link uh, that i was given for one of the podcasts on how to actually close an event on their own system so i hope that helps them out <laughs> but, and i feel um, like that's such yeah. a simple fix for the win too um yeah it's got to be just some sort of coding thing or whatever it is but yeah uh, it is and i don't i don't i don't think it's in-house i think it's external it's yeah. a great system well they don't, they like, don't even I love... use it they don't even use it themselves so that's probably why they don't, why they don't care yeah. The achievements and everything are great. Like I used to, like I'm an ex Magic and I'm an ex um ex Dice Masters player, so I've got all these different game achievements in there. So like that's great, but you know, just have the system work, make it user friendly. Like, I remember that's all we all we want. Remember when you could input the ID card codes on the back and get achievements for getting certain ID cards? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was fun. Yep. Um, but yeah, no, I'm glad that they fixed it. I'm glad everyone is going to settle down um, from, I mean, there are a lot of keyboard warriors on Monday, a lot of keyboard warriors, a lot of frustrated people just typing through their keyboards or phones, getting all that frustration out. Um, but I'm glad WizKids fixed it. I'm glad they're making things right right now. Hopefully it doesn't happen three times in a row, because if it does happen again next year, I don't know what's going to happen. Because, yeah. like I said, I feel like it was a one-time shame on me, two-time shame on you kind of thing. And if it's, I don't know what the third one for that saying is, but I, well, I don't think it's good. If everyone boycotts next year, I'll just take the win because I'm going. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's I'm saying. Like, I'll be there. I'm still going. 
people want to boycott I'll, all they want. It's like I'll play against your fish team, Miles. Like, <laughs> we'll it. go head yes. to head. <laughs> lots of fish by yeah. then. Yeah. Um, oh, I, I, I did like the comment so you made in Discord. I think your team should be Dolphin Save Tuna uh, for your team name for it. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. But yeah, I'd love to make it the Worlds next year. I'm really hoping I can. Um, but obviously, weddings come first for me, and then Hero Clicks is second because I gotta feed the family. That you do. Um, but that is pretty much it for the podcast tonight. Uh, like I said, we. We won't. I personally won't be on for the next two weeks because I got a busy two weeks. So I do apologize about that. But Miles is going to try to do that uh, himself. And then he'll send me the recording, and then I can um, post it whenever um, and if ever he figures it out, figures it out. Depends how um, his internet connection is <laughs> that day. <laughs> um, and if I have time too that's the problem too is trying yes. to find time to get that all set up so yeah and po- you know podcasts are a lot of work you know we do a research for this stuff we sit down for a while it's not something that we can just stop um, what we're doing we have a certain time to do it so it is a lot of work to put this stuff together uh, because we want to give you guys good content and not just wing it for the most part so um, if we ever do sh- not show up uh, on a Wednesday or a Thursday morning whenever you download us um, it's just because it's busy and it's hard to get us all on the same podcast. I remember somehow me and Dan used to do two episodes a week, but uh, that was also during COVID and we were all stuck in our houses, so we had nowhere else so to yeah, go. That's, <laughs> that's how we're at so I forgot three episodes right now. The trait for Batman is for the Dolphin Batman, I'm going back to him. Um, when he would be KO'd, you may instead replace him with a character named Batman, which is an instead, so you don't get points. Um, yeah. Turn that character to its last non-KO click, then roll a D6, and heal it equally half the result. That character can't be otherwise healed this game. So uh, you do get a lot of value for that 75 points, I feel. Oh, yeah. Especially now that it's an instead moment. So At one point, I mean, we're kind of at that point right now, but at one point I feel like someone's going to make a team strictly on when you KO this guy, this guy comes in. So you can do that with World's Finest right now. You can do that with uh, Scrappy-Doo. You can do that with that Batman when he comes out. Um, Red Raven comes in off the sideline. Can you world's finest into Mermaid Batman, then Bat- Mermaid Batman into Chase Batman if from BTU? If you play him at 125, yes. 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 Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then some something, because I was talking, I'm going to be playing world's finest for states. I was talking to Ryan about this, is that if you, if, World's Finest is KO'd. I don't think anyone's doing this, so I'm glad we're talking about this. If you KO World's Finest, you can bring in a Batman or a Superman because of their trait, and you can bring in Scrappy-Doo because of his trait. So yes. if, if uh, World's Finest that. dies, you can bring in two figures for that to happen. Even three if you can somehow find a 30 and 30 point Batman and Superman, but I don't think there's any. No, uh, no, 60 points is only one. You have to be oh, at least 125. Okay. Um. Yeah. So, but because the Batman's generated next to him, that's why you can get the Scrappy. Because Scrappy comes in his square. Yeah. So, so before I mean, you remove, it from the game, yeah. To take out a world's finest, which is already very hard to do, you get two more figures for that. And Scrappy Doo's not that bad. And there's a lot of good Batman out there. Not Superman, except for when the deceased one comes out. That's going to be the go-to for world's finest. So, um, yeah, when you think so too. when you're KO when you're KOing a 60 point world's finest and you're bringing in a deceased Superman and a Scrappy Doo, that's a lot to take uh, head on. But uh, that's why it's good instead. If if world's finest was instead, 
that would mm. be broken with this new chase. Um, yeah. Um, how is Red Raven? You couldn't do a Batman, a Red Raven, and a Scrappy, could you? Uh, Red Raven has to have be Teen Titans. Oh, I thought it was Justice League. Okay. Um, it's Teen Titans. Okay. But still, I think at one point you're, someone's going to come up with a team, and it might be me, where you KO this guy, well, I bring in this guy now. You KO this guy, yeah. I bring in this guy. I mean, you can... Well, there's, there's so many goons in Notorious. Like, you're bound yeah. to have that Babushka doll effect. Like, so many goons. Like, yeah. it's insane. There's just so, so much coming from... Like, you can bring in Absorbing Man Prime now um, with his mechanic. Mm. Um, or Destroyer, or there's just so many ways to bring in figures from outside the game or sideline after something KOs yep. or something happens, which um, points. Just get, it gets crazy to think about sometimes. It does, yeah. It really does. Um, but yeah, that is going to be our podcast, so I hope you guys enjoyed it. I'm glad Mork... Um, it's like 10.30 or something like that, a.m. his time. Uh, so he's yep. actually at work right now, I think, is what you... <laughs> no, no, day off. I, yeah, I'm I'm moving house today, so oh, okay. I've taken a break. I'm, I'm back to moving boxes straight yeah. after this. Um, but I'm glad he could join us, Miles, as always. Like I said, we won't be on for the next two weeks or so. At least I won't be unless Miles can get something going on. Um, good luck, everybody, with their states coming up. Like I said, ours is in about two weeks, and then Gen Con... And then we have our Cheesehead Championship up after that. Uh, check out our sponsor at Glass Cabinet Hobbies. Uh, one other thing I want to say is um, Patreon prizes will be mailed out tomorrow. It took me a little bit of time to get those out because I had no boxes and I had to order them and it took them forever to get to me. But they're all packed up. If you did win last month, I did message everybody on uh, Patreon.com and... If I don't have your address, get me your address or I cannot ship you. I can't tell you how many times I message somebody and I never hear back and I can't mail their prize out and then I just have to put it in to the following months. Um, for next month, or this month I should say, um, I'm going to be doing something a little bit different for the prizing. I'm going to be doing seven winners and they're all going to be mystery boxes. So if you win, you're just going to get a mystery box. I'm not going to show what the prizes are. I'm going to make up seven boxes, tape them up, and then whoever wins, I'm going to slap the addresses on them. I don't know who's getting what, but that's what the prizes are going to be for this month. Uh, the reason behind that was I am kind of, I'm not getting out of the game, but I am diminishing my collection because my, shelf un my shelving unit can't handle the weight anymore. <laughs> Uh, so I got a lot of the super rares from the past couple sets, and I tried to do a sales post on some of the webs or some of the Facebook pages about where, you know, in one mystery box it costs forty dollars, and you're going to get two super rares and a prime or chase in it. But apparently they don't like mystery boxes being sold, so those kind of got shut down. But I did uh, sell a couple, so I do have a couple mystery boxes left, or I should say a lot of mystery boxes left. So I'm going to do that for the Patreon instead um, I just I don't need this many clicks to be honest <laughs> I, um, there's only certain ones I like so that's why I started selling them uh, and I'm going to do that for the Patreon this month um, and it's always fun to know what you're going to get so some people are going to make out really good because there's like a uh, Prime Wonder Woman and uh, there's legacy figures and Connellys and stuff like that so 
Um, everyone will be happy with what they get in their mystery boxes. Um, but other than that, thanks for joining us. Um, good luck in all your states, and I will see you guys at Gen Con. And remember, not all superheroes wear capes. Some roll dice. Have a good night.